Good evening again. In our first reading, the people grumbled against Moses for bringing them out of Egypt into the dry, desolate desert. They had left Egypt in such haste that they neglected to get the necessary provisions of food and water for a long journey. And soon they ran out of life-giving water and were in fear of dying of thirst. For us today, it does not seem like grumbling would be so bad. In this writing, Moses was trying to convey that the people were becoming rebellious and they were probably saying unkind things against him and possibly even had assaulted him and threatened him with death. It's obvious that he feared for his life And he cried out to Almighty God for help. And God heard his cry and gave him the help that he begged for. He did this when he told Moses, strike the rock with the staff you struck the river with. And water will flow from it for the people to drink. And Moses did as the Lord had instructed him. And there was abundant water for the Israelites to be nourished and hydrated with. God heard the cry of Moses in his distress and provided the Israelites with life-giving water. Today, when we are challenged or distressed, worried, scared, or given an exceptionally hard cross to carry and heavy cross to carry, if we too cry out to Almighty God and humbly and faithfully ask him for help, he will always answer our prayer. But God is not a God on demand, and he will only answer our prayer in accordance with his divine will and in a way that will contribute to the eternal salvation of our soul. In today's gospel, we are told the story about Jesus' encounter with a Samaritan woman. This incident happened as Jesus and his disciples were on their way from Judea to Galilee. Samaria was a land inhabited by pagans who were very, very anti-Jewish. And even so, they did have knowledge of the Jewish God and retained the first five books of the Old Testament. And they too just as the Jews awaited the arrival of the Messiah. The woman was absolutely astonished that Jesus would even speak to her, yet alone ask her for the favor of drawing natural water from the well for him to drink. Jesus said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Everyone who drinks the natural water from this well will thirst again, but whoever drinks the water that I give shall never thirst. But he is using veiled language, and she misunderstands him to speak its natural water that he's talking about, which would save her the daily task of coming to Jacob's well and drawing water from it every day. Knowing that the woman did not understand his meaning, the gift of the Holy Spirit must be given to us. 
That's the, what the point he was making. He tells her, go and get your husband. And she says to him, I have no husband. And Jesus says to her, you're right. You have had five husbands. And the man that you're living with now is not your husband. The woman's eyes were then opened. And she could clearly see that he was one who had knowledge of Almighty God, a prophet. Then she takes advantage of this encounter with Jesus, a prophet from God, and asks him a question that had plagued her for, since her youth. She asked, my ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews say the only place to worship is the temple in Jerusalem. And then Jesus tells her that there will come a time when people will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem but in spirit and in truth. Here, Jesus was foretelling that the day would come when people would offer the Heavenly Father worship in every corner of the world, which indeed we see today. Then the woman starts pondering what Jesus is saying. She tells him that she knows the Messiah is coming, and when he comes, he will tell us everything. And Jesus then makes a great revelation known to her and says, I am he, the one speaking with you. He makes this extraordinary revelation because here in Samaria, unlike Judea, there is no danger of a political upheaval. And he could proclaim his true identity openly. Then the woman hastens back to the town and tells the people that it was most probably the Messiah himself who was out at Jacob's well. And many Samaritans went out to the well and heard him for themselves, and they began to believe in him and that he was the true Messiah, the one sent from God. This gospel story tells us the essence of our Christian religion, that in life-giving waters of baptism, we too receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and are made sons and daughters of Almighty God and heirs to the kingdom of heaven. Christ in his divine mercy has given the church all the spiritual tools and means we need to help us get to heaven. In the desert, God gave the Israelites natural water to refresh and revive their physical bodies. In the gospel, Christ predicts and proclaims the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is given through the life-giving water of baptism. As baptized faithful Catholic Christians, we have above all the miraculous, miraculous nourishment of the Holy Eucharist which Christ lovingly arranged to be our, our spiritual food and nourishment during this life's journey. If we worthily partake of this sacred food, if necessary by recent sacramental confession, we too will have eternal life welling up within us as we remember Christ's words and promise. 
He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. Amen.